Hi, I'm Janet Shield Scott, and you're listening to JanetFitBeautyStyle.com, a lifestyle talk guide with expert advice on beauty, fashion, wellness, real estate, entertainment, and fun celebrity secrets. Hello, and welcome to each and every one of you. Today, we have Felicia Terrell on our guest platform. Felicia is currently starring in the OWN Network's TV series, Ambitions. She's also had roles in Supernatural, NCIS New Orleans, Rosewood. But why should you keep hearing me talk about it when we can let Felicia give us all the juicy details about her heated, sassy role on Ambitions? But first, let's get to our inspiring quote for today. And here we go. Father, help me encourage others as you have encouraged me. And this is from our Daily Bread, which was posted on Facebook. If you have an inspiring quote that you'd like to share, you can email me. JanetFitBeauty.com at gmail.com. We'll be right back after this message. Sports fans, PassPros.com has it all. Baseball, basketball, hockey, and soccer. Get autographs and memorabilia direct from former pro athletes. Don't forget to check out the upcoming events page for special events near you. PassPros.com offers t-shirts, athletic gear, artwork, vintage cards. Log on to PassPros.com. Thanks for listening to a Janet Shield Scott podcast. And I'm Janet Shield Scott. Well, enough about me. Let's get to our guest, Felicia Terrell. She's heating up the drama on the own TV series, Ambitions. Hello, Felicia. Thanks for joining us. Hello. How are you? <laughs> okay. You are not just an actress. You're also brains with beauty where you graduate from the University of Iowa with, a, uh, with honors. And, and tell us a little bit about that life and how you got into acting. understand that because I'm actually originally from, from Indianapolis, so I understand what you're so you talking about. I wanted to launch broadcast journalism, 
and, you know, and, and tell the stories. And um, I, you know, when I graduated with honors and started interviewing for jobs my senior year, I ended up getting a job going into Fortune 500 corporate consulting, which was so far left for of what I, I was going to do, which um, I did that for about a year and a half. Um, my company was bought out, and at that time, um, they offered us a severance package, which, you know, I was like, wait, I get I get free money and health care for six months to walk away. I'll, I'll take it. So I took that job. It kind of gave me, um, you know, the ability to do some other things. I, I also did pharmaceutical sales. Um, for about three years, uh, and, you know, each of those jobs kind of searching for what was my, um, you know, what was my calling, what was my passion, mm-hmm. and what I did at you was my senior year of college, I had taken an elective, which was acting, and oh. I loved it. I totally fell in love with it, fell in love with it, but, you know, I, I never even considered, oh, this could be, I could pursue this for a career, I mean, what, you know, most of these people that are actors, doing this forever, they started when they were kids, I had all these stories to tell ourselves, right, of, of what limits us and why, why we can't do something, and so I kind of just tossed it aside, and it was actually, um, after I had taken the severance package, I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, I had some family there, and in my off time, um, I was still looking for my next pharmaceutical job, because I thought I was going to stay in that industry, and I had also danced my whole life, um, self-taught, and then I danced for fun. I danced in high school on a competitive team. I took um, maybe a year or two of jazz and tap when I was 10. So though those skills kind of was more of a hobby. And one of my friends said, well, you've got some free time. Why don't you audition for the Phoenix Suns dance team, which those of you know, Phoenix Suns basketball team in, um, in Arizona, and they have a dance team. Right. And I laughed at it because I'm like, I haven't danced in I don't know how many years. This is, you know, these girls are professional. They, and, and she's like, well, what do you have to lose? What are you doing? And she was right. I was, I was literally interviewing for jobs, but nothing had, had landed thus far. So I was like, okay, why not? And that actually was, I will say, the catalyst for everything because I auditioned 500 girls who were auditioning for five spots on the team. Um, during the third round of, of the audition was the interview, and uh, one of the judges who was interviewing owned the Ford Robert Black Agency in Arizona, which is a modeling agency that's all over the world. And she was like, oh, any other models? And I was like, oh, long time ago, you know, not something I'm interested in. And, you know, she's like, oh, well, you, you know, there's a great market. The market's changed now. You don't have to just, you know, you're a certain age anymore. You should really, you should really consider it. And I ended up making the dance team. That same time frame, I also got another job doing pharmaceutical sales. I say it's the year I did not sleep because I basically had three jobs and I started modeling. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that, me working in the modeling industry in, in Arizona, actually is what got me my modeling agent in LA, which in turn got me my, my TV, I, TV agent to run still with today. And that's what you call so, divine connections. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and divine timing, right? Because yes. I think, you know, I had kind of touched on it earlier about, you know, the stories we tell ourselves or the barriers 
um, that we put up. And I think, you know, if, if, and I say this to not just young actors, but really to anybody who has a dream and wants to pursue something, like, don't worry about your age or the how you're going to make it happen. If you have that gut feeling, know that it's just based on your heart to do it, you have to honor that and follow yeah. that. And, right. And you- yes, and just land on your on your front door. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not saying you can sit at home and eat bonbons and expect it to magically just appear. Mm-hmm. You have to do work, but I think, you know, you have to really follow those feelings and really have the faith and belief behind right. that. Right, you know yeah, that. that's true, because some people, right? yeah, some people, they'll tell you uh, one thing and tell you something else and, and fill your head with uh, a lot of negativity or you can't do this, but you're right. You have to follow that gut inside feeling or you'll never be happy. Great. Absolutely. So that, that's kind of, that's how I got into it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and what was your later, first, I'm, what was your first acting role? So my first acting role actually was, I had, I mean, it was literally one line um, on Get the Movie Get Smart with, um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, and Steve Carell. Um, they were lovely. It was, it was a wonderful first set to be on. Um, that was my first job, and then shortly thereafter, um, I started um, Days of Our Lives, which you know was interesting also, too, because that was my my mother's favorite soap. Um, yeah, well, so what did you do on up. what did you do on Days? So, I played um, Ariana Hernandez originally on Days, um, and then I ended up um, being replaced later um, by another sub-star who had come from uh, Passion, who had, you know, been in the industry for a very long time, um, and had, you know, a, a huge fan base, which a lot of those, you know, soaps run off that, because right. unfortunately they are a dying breed, but Lindsay Hartley replaced me, and actually, I know her, she's a lovely, lovely human being, okay. um, but again, that's one of those things where at the time, you know, I was, like, devastated in the moment, you know, being, being replaced, especially because I was on the show for about six months, and, you know, was doing well, and there were more episodes, and, and then, when that happened, it was kind of like, the rug was, the rug was just ripped out from underneath me, but, in hindsight, you know, they say it's 2020, and it's so true because I look back and I, I can see where, had I remained there, I wouldn't, I, I would have been comfortable, right? Uh, yeah. And right, right, the different areas of life that I've been moved into because of this, because I was let go, um, opened up so many new worlds for me and so much more experience, um, not only life experience but work experience. And, and nothing against those because it's a wonderful training ground, and I'm so grateful to have had it. Right, but and when one door closes, the other one opens, and and then not, and then tell us about your uh, role in ambitions because um, you're on the uh, it's a new role, right? On ambitions, what's well, a new series, rather TV series, and you, you go head to head with uh, Robin Givens, uh, who plays the actress, who plays the character Stephanie. And you guys kind of go head-to-head with each other uh, where you throw a lot of shade. Tell us uh, what was that like 
behind the scenes and in and on camera? So, first of all, behind the scenes, I mean, Robin Gibbons is, first of all, A, iconic. We all can agree with that. And, and such a lovely human being. So, definitely no shade behind the scenes. I mean, she's, she's a hugger. She's super friendly. She's such, so giving as an actress to work with. Um, and just, you know, to be the lead of the show, she sets a really great tone for everyone. She's just welcoming to everyone that works with her, you know, the entire cast and crew included. So, um, you know, we would, it, it would be funny though, because we would be laughing off camera and then, you know, the cameras would roll and of course, like, you know, the claws come out, right? Yeah, because she's um, pretty think- nasty on there. <laughs> <laughs> she sure is. <laughs> what I think is interesting is about these characters, um, you know, both, so, so Robin's character, Stephanie, and then Essence's character, Amara, and then myself, um, and Signor LaFarne, we all, we were sororers together, we all went to college together, and, you know, there was, uh, I, I do think at one point that it, there really was a genuine friendship, um, and I think for Stephanie, unfortunately, I think, um, you know, people either lead from love or from fear, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think Stephanie is one of those people that her character leads um, from fear. And whether that's fear of not having power or fear of not being the best or fear of losing. And, and what... I both say... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, if you could sum it up and just give us a little bit of what ambition is about for those that have not seen it and and a teaser as to why they should watch it. Okay, so Ambition is, first of all, it's fun. It's fun TV. Uh, with all the seriousness that we have going on in the world right now, it's, it's something that you can watch to escape. I mean, it's, it's sexy, it's ruthless, um, it's funny, it definitely does bring in some current events. Um, but, you know, you can actually get into the juiciness of, of how these characters maybe say some of the things that you, we would all want to say. <laughs> you know, yeah. realize something really, but would never do. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way, it's super fun. Um, and also, like, you know, you get to, you know, you find yourself rooting for, you know, I have to say I would present me and she's so bad, but, like, she's so good. Like, you love to hate her. Uh-huh. Know, so, so it's kind of uh, like a nighttime soap in a way, would you say? Ambition. Oh, of course. It is, mm-hmm. it is like old school, um, you know, I would say like bits of like reminiscent of Dynasty. I was just like, getting ready to say more, that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But to bring it more up to speed, I would say you even have for, for people that love, like, let's say, for example, power. There's elements of of that show, um, not in the drug world, but just I'm talking about current stuff. You can even say elements of scandal because you have a lot of politics in the show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've never seen, I love that we're seeing, these, you know, the two central families of the show are both, you know, two strong African-American families with a lot of power, a lot of money, a lot of, you know, just the highest education you know, very elitist, and just to kind of see how they interact and what goes on. Mm-hmm. And the clothes. Oh. 
Yes. The clothes, the cars, the homes. All of it. All of it. And of course, to have a show that, you know, is produced by Oprah and Will Packer. I mean, you can't can't go wrong. I mean, these two, um, you know, collaborating together and then we get to be a part of it is is, is really fun. Okay. And then you perform uh, some of your own stunts. I what? Oh, I do. Yes. So, um, I I have been a martial artist uh, for ten years. I kickbox. Uh, Whoa. I also, yeah, I kickbox, I box, and then um, I actually took. It's been a minute since I've been in the gym doing Krav Maga. But Krav Maga, for those viewers who don't know what it is, it's the Israeli form of defense. So when you're in the Israeli army, um, they teach you Krav Maga and also LAPD. And all of I believe NYPD are also trained in it, and it's very tactical. Um, it's you know you work with um, obviously they're they're plastic with plastic knives, and plastic guns, and it's all about kind of um, really being the awareness of when you walk into a room and kind of like you know let's say you're you're you know in a dark bar and you're kind of just surveying like what's going on around you, being able to evade and um, head off an attack. So mm-hmm. that's the art of Krav Maga, which you you use when you do any kind of um, hand-to-hand combat um, in scenes. But in Supernatural, for example, I um, I actually was the only the only woman to ever play a man on the show. I played um, Archangel Michael. Oh, okay, on so the TV show if, Supernatural. Right. Wow. So as if Archangel Michael, you know, basically inhabited my body as a woman, and I played him. Um, Years ago on Teen Wolf, um, I played Colleen, who was the only um, alpha uh, female werewolf in Attack of All Men. And I did a lot of my own stunts. I also had an amazing stunt double who the stuff is, you know, crazy and for insurance purposes they would let me do. So did you um, ever get loved, did you ever get hurt in any of the stunts that you performed? I wouldn't say hurt. I would So what made you get into boxing and uh, and martial arts? Uh, well, my dad, my dad was a martial artist as well. He actually um, had to stop, unfortunately, just shy. He finished his brown belt, so that's right before he karate or your black belt because he had some uh, kidney issues. But I grew up like you know watching him um, do karate, and I just love that. And in terms of workouts, I'm um, very much into health and fitness, and I get personally bored doing the same things over and over again. So I'm going to say that with a the, a baby being a mommy and an actress, and then an entrepreneur too, because you're also supposed to uh, op- uh, start a champagne line. So with all of that going on, how do you find time for self care, and what do you do for self care? Well. Um, it's actually not champagne, it's 
rosé wine. Oh, so okay. I just wanted to make, make sure mm-hmm. that was that was clear. Um, so I, you know what? I think self care is is extremely important. But I look at self care as, um, you know, some people may, you know, see self care as selfish, right? Because especially as mothers, we, you know, we're nurturers by nature. So our first instinct is to take care of, you know, our husbands, our kids, like, and, and usually kids at the top of that list. Unfortunately, it's how the, the how it goes. However, I'm a firm believer. There's a reason why they say when you're in the airplane, should something happen, put your oxygen mask on first. Right. And then, you know, if, if my cup isn't full, if, not, if I'm not okay, everyone else is not going to be okay because at some point I'm going to be running on empty and I won't have anything to give. Exactly. So for me, you have to be smart about how you, you know, you know, choose the times of when you do it. But ideally, the first thing I do when I get out of bed before I go get my son is even if it's like I have 10 minutes, I am meditating and praying and doing my, my gratitude. I don't check my emails right away. I don't look at my phone. I don't, I do not engage with myself. Like that is, that comes later. The first thing is getting myself centered for that day. Thank you, God, for opening my eyes this morning. I am breathing. My heart is pumping. You know, my son is, you know, awake and healthy. We have a roof over our head, clothes on our backs, food on the table. Like what, all of the things that you can list that you're grateful for. And, 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 and the, the cherry on top of the bonus is if I then have time to meditate, I will do that. I really love Oprah and Deepak's um, 21-day meditations they do um, at various times of the year on different topics. Um, I own one of those, so I'll kind of go through different ones at different times. Um, and then that's how I start my day. Um, you know, and just, are there days where that doesn't always happen in that order? Of course. And then you find time to get it in. Sometimes it's like, I go to pick up my son after school, and I'm in, you know, the parking lot, and I've got 10 minutes, and I will meditate in my car for 10 minutes. Ooh. You know, I will I will find ways, and then, you know, self-care Sunday for me is a big one. Like, I do a mask on Sunday, I'm a day, I make sure I find time to take a bath, and just, like, let go of anything that maybe I was carrying through the week that doesn't serve me because we know that emotions that we hold on to, that we don't process, it's, you know, it's negative energy can then turn into disease or getting sick mm-hmm. or being let down. Mm-hmm. I find a way to let that stuff go. Right. So, and the only way you can do that is when you tune in. So. Right. Thank you. Give us just something uh, meaty that will make people really want to tune in to watch Ambitions on the OWN Network. Okay, so I can't give too much away for this week, but let's just say there is a particularly juicy fun scene between myself and Robin Gibbons that no one will want to miss. And if you miss it, all your friends will be talking about it. Okay. And that airs this Tuesday. Tuesday night, uh, October, I'm sorry, August 20th, uh, on home, uh, 10 p.m., mm. oh. 
And then what are your social handles and so that people can follow you in your career? Yes, so my, um, my Instagram is Felicia, S-E-L-I-S-H-A underscore Terrell, T-E-R-R-E-L-L. And my Twitter, you're on Twitter, is at Felicia, same thing, underscore Terrell. And you can uh, follow me on both of platforms. Okay, well, thank you so much, Felicia Terrell, for being a guest on the Janet Chillstop podcast. And we wish you well in your career, your endeavors, and as I end my podcast, and always say, love, laugh, and live your life with style. You've been listening to a Jane Chill Scott podcast, a division of JanetBeautyStyle.com, your beauty, entertainment, and lifestyle expert talk guy. I'm Janet Chill Scott, columnist, radio, and TV host. You can like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, oh, and YouTube. For more fun and informative guests and celebrity interviews, log on to the website JanetPitBeautyStyle.com. Remember to love, laugh, and live your life with style. Let's take a moment to relax. Take a deep breath. Inhale. And exhale. Again, inhale. And exhale. One more inhale. And exhale. As you go throughout the day, stop, take a pause, chill, and relax. Please keep in mind that all things which are impossible with man are possible with God.